Hi, this is Jeff Davis. I spent many years just down the road playing rock and roll along the lakefront in Chicago at WLS Music Radio. This year's a banner year for Radio Centennials. That's why I'm happy to wish my brothers and sisters in radio a heartfelt 100th anniversary at 1440 WROK in Rockford, Illinois. Sometimes people just need a really good reason to get back together and enjoy each other. This is one of those occasions. Getting behind the microphone again and sharing those seldom told tales is a special feeling these folks didn't want to pass up. The studio is filled with decades of photos, bumper stickers, buttons, albums, t-shirts, jackets, original signs, and well-deserved industry awards. Here's to WROK's 100 years of broadcasting in Northern Illinois and Southern Wisconsin. And now, more radio stories between old friends on another episode of the Storyteller Studio. Welcome to the Storyteller Studios. I'm Steve Summers with our guest today, Roger Peters. And Roger, I have to say thank you for inviting me to be your griller, if you will. Well, since we go back <laughs> to, to uh, my, uh, my hiring date... So I think uh, you and I have a few stories to tell. Uh, well, let's go back to that point. So Roger Peters, tell us where you worked in the years that you worked and what stations. <sighs> I got hired at ZOK August 16th of 84. And you know the number one song in the country? 1984? No. Uh, I know these things. It would be The Fix, One Thing Leads to Another. No, uh, Ghostbusters. Oh. oh. Yeah. Who are you going to call? <laughs> Roger Peters. <laughs> So okay, so that was the very first. Well, I came, one I came to ZOK from WFPS ninety two one in Freeport. Okay, and ironically, the guy who hired me there, Kevin Kenny, Kevin did weekends on ZOK, and then went to Freeport mornings PD at FPS. Wow. And I got hired March of eighty three. You know the number one song? Oh, okay. I didn't know it was a. You didn't Roger know it was playing trivia? Rick Dees? I thought this was. Well, I'm we talking to Roger or Rick Dees. What was the number one song at that date, Roger? Billy Jean. Billy Jean. Was number one, March of 83. Yeah, Michael so, Jackson. Yeah, and in fact, I was, I was on the air that night. I got hired at 10 in the morning. I went to Highland College. And you know how I found Highland College? <laughs> By car. But I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm just sitting here. I was going to go to Southern Illinois. And my dad's like, well, why don't you save money and go to a, a local college? Mm -hmm. I didn't know if Rock Valley. I, I, I wanted Southern because of communications, right. you know, radio. Sure. And I ended up, I went to the radio station. I got a, a piece of paper. I remember Tia. Tia gave me the, the paper. Yes. yes. And it was like, you know, uh, Southern California, Texas, SIU. It had two community colleges on it. One was like Wabash. And the other one was Highland in Freeport. I never considered Highland. I was going to go to NIU. In fact, a buddy of mine at Highland, him and I, we were going to go to Western. And that, that fell through. He worked at XXQ in Freeport. They had Fred. They called it Fred. The, the automation, automation yes. system. Yeah. Yeah. And he ran Fred. It was in the State Bank building. The classes were pretty much full. And him and I, we went to get classes. And we were going to get... You know, the first semester shut, shut out because we waited too long. The, the counselor, I remember this stuff sticks. This guy, his name was Art Dauterline. <laughs> Why, you remember that? I one? remember this stuff. Listen, I don't know how it sticks, but it does. And I said, listen, I just got hired at ZOK. My buddy works at XXQ in Freeport. He goes, you guys are in radio? I said, yeah. Like, you know, who do you think you're dealing with, buddy? You know, a couple of college scrubs. And he got us in. 
and he got you in. He got us in. Well, that was the one door to open up through the radio, which is great. So you were talking about when you started in August. Yes. What was the very first song you played the very first time you sat down in the studio and the first time you had to crack the mic? This is going to be a Rain Man moment right here. Now that, (laughs) watch this, watch this. You see the gears? I see his head starting to smoke a little bit. It was. You yeah, kind of that, blacked out when he went on the air that first night. You probably blacked. But out. I'll throw. Uh, but I do know this. What was the first song ZOK played on compact disc? Remember we had the carousel oh, jukebox. Rock. It was laser rock. Laser rock. We had a carousel yeah. jukebox. Yeah. We had the keyboard, and you punched in like uh, uh, disc ten, cut four, right. and it was like a jukebox carousel, and it would preload. Yes. Yeah. Scott played the first uh, CD on ZOK. Scott. Oh, my God. We're all like, cool. Oh, yes. Scott. uh, Not Manning. Um, Yes. Scott Manning. Scott Manning. Scott Manning. Scott Manning Manning played the first CD on ZOK. He went into satellite radio for a long time. When I was out of work in 92, he was doing satellite radio, some classic hits channels. So I remember that. Yeah, Scott Manning played uh, the first uh, song on ZOK on CD. Which was? Start Me Up. Start Me Up, the Rolling yes. Stones. Again, the connection to the Stones. I bow down to both of you. And there you go. <laughs> I cannot oh, believe Tim, you I remember a, that. I got a million of them. All right, well, How much we, time we, you got? We don't have that much time. Let's well, get to the... you ain't going anywhere. <laughs> All right, let me tell you. You just made it to ZOK, ROK. You walk in what? the building, and you meet Vern Nolte. Well, hold it. I got more... <laughs> listen, we ain't done yet. I'm trying I'm just to get getting, I'm just getting you started. Show. Call me butter. I'm on a roll. Okay. I can do carry out. We could be here till Sunday at you don't five. Don't got me and Joe want. James. Joe James, I went to I went to high school with Joe's brothers in Winnebago, uh-huh. and in in summer of '82, I visited Joe in Cleveland at G98. Got back. Uh, Chuck Chuck was doing ten to two nights on ZOK, yeah. so called Chuck, struck up struck up a conversation. I said, "You wouldn't believe where I, I just came from, uh, uh, Cleveland, to see Joe." What? You know Joe James, Joe Bohannon now. Right. And yeah, so got to know Chuck. At that time, I was, um, you know, FPS. I said, "You get a weekend opening at ZOK. Get me in." And actually, I, I sent actually a couple air checks. Dallas Cole. I met Dallas Cole in the lobby. He had that. He had a knit. I never forget. He had a knit tie on. Yeah, the knit ties were big. Yeah, a knit tie and Charlie Quinn. I sent him a tape. <laughs> Didn't hear back, but uh, you know, met Tia. Nice people. Blah blah blah. And uh, Eddie Money played Page Park. Yes, he did. So I dropped a, a ta- uh, air check off, and Jeff Davis was the PD. Yes, he was. And uh, didn't hear back. So, Chuck, Chuck, what's going on? Uh, give me another air, give me another air check. I wouldn't be at the Eddie Money show. Gave him an air check, and Jeff called me the next week. Of course, I was, F- I was 2AC. He goes, you're 2AC. I got to hear you more ZOK. <laughs> he goes, go in production. Give me three breaks. Okay, you know, did an intro, a weather, and stepped, you know, cur- stepped down in a commercial. Stepped over an intro? Is well, that that, well, I walked. I didn't step. I, okay, I'll just say. As, J, as J.D. Stewart would say, we waded through it. Yeah. Oh, man. There's the name, J.D. Stewart. You remember when he had to ride a bull at the rodeo at yes. the Metro Center? He had to sign 20 million waivers. He gets into the chute. The bull comes out of the chute. He's off in a half of a second. Didn't even make it out of the chute. The first ZOK jock of John St. John. And he was like real mellow. I walk, you know, hi Roger, you know, and you know, real mellow. And you hear him on the air, and he's like, you know, he's way yeah. up here, and he's like, oh, nice to meet you, you know. And then, man, all of a sudden he hits that, hit radio ninety seven WZOK, an incredible John St. John, and whoa, that is him. Wow, okay. <laughs> Arthur was the same way. 
he come in Saturday morning. I did, I did two to six uh, Friday overnight. He was like, you know, Fred Flintstone. <laughs> good morning, Arthur. I'm so good about it. And then, but then, boy, he, you know, I think, man, this guy's grown. You know, what the hell? Man, he hit that mic button. It was like the light switch went on, you know. Very similar stories in my podcast as well about the same gentleman you just mentioned and how they could be on and off and how they looked like they went through an all-night binge, a bender, and they were oh. like hungover, and then they would come on the air and they were like froze. Dude, the first, the first time I met Arthur was he had that apartment on River Lane. Chuck and I uh, were out in the van. He goes, hey, you want to go meet Arthur? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's 3 in the afternoon. He's laying on the couch in his boxers. Yep. Uh, he's got a bowl of popcorn. He's watching the Flintstones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was my first. Okay. <laughs> Chuck called him Jr. I don't know. He called him Jr. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But no, that, that you know that was that was Arthur. Are you ready to talk about promotions? Some <laughs> of the favorite promotions that you remember that you'll never forget in your lifetime of radio. Because I well, probably preface that you are still on the air. And you still do so many other events as a mobile DJ, right. wedding DJ, car shows and such. But one of those memories of a past promotion. We had the, the sticker blitz. When I first got hired, they hit Radio 97 WZOK, the, the gray bumper stickers. And so we go out with a sticker blitz. You go, like, you know, you go to Racks on East State. You know, uh, for, the, for 97 minutes, uh, if you got a WZOK bumper sticker, you get a Rex roast, roast beef, beef sandwich. Oh, I love the roast beef with the horsey sauce. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Lisa Dent and I were at the Meadowmark Car Wash. Saturday afternoon, beautiful day. If you've got a, a WZOK bumper sticker, you get your car washed for, I don't know, buck 97 or whatever. Yeah. Lisa had, did the remote there. You, know, you see a car come in, they don't have the sticker, so you... you Go to the car with a sticker and give them the spiel. I don't know what's going on. Sticking on the car for himself. Yeah. We, we personally, <laughs> professionally installed them for you. That was, did. That was our version of stick it and win. Uh, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this little old lady, little gray-haired little old lady, barely see over the dash, got like a, like a Rambler, you know, some 60s car. And uh, Lisa looks at me. I'm like, I got it, Lisa. I'll take care of this one. And, and walk up, ma'am, Roger Peters, WZOK, we're doing a sticker blitz. If you got a WZOK, I don't, you don't have one. If I could put it on your bumper, you get your car washer. Oh, I already know. Oh, that's why I'm here. I was listening to it on the radio. You know, here we are, top 40 station. You know what? I think we got, we got the teens locked in. You know, forget 12, 1254. We got 1284 going. <laughs> yeah. We got it going. So out of all the promotions, what's your favorite? Because I think you are at the Native Tan Line Show Us Your Tan Line contest at well, Lake the, Louise. That when the owner freaked out? Because everybody was taking their clothes off, yes. And that's when it was over. Because the crowds were so big and people weren't even trying to, well, to if hold you were, the back end. They well, were just walking it, across naked. Because of that, it was the Show Us Your Native Tan Line contest. It was the Native Tan contest. I remember that. Now. We, no, we we switched it. Yeah. It was not the tan line. It was the native tan contest. But I'm telling you, the people still didn't care. <laughs> Once they got on stage, oh, why not? I'll flash everybody. Why not? Well, you know that was happening. <laughs> she can't do that. I think she already did. <laughs> That's right. I won't mention names. All right, so what about, uh, we'll get back to promotions, but what about the most memorable artists? Because in the 80s, artists were very... Uh, 
tangible and meetable, and they would come and they would come to yeah. the stations. Who's your favorite <sighs> professional artist musician that you met? I met Dennis DeYoung at the station. Yeah, super nice guy. Still is. Uh, Corey Hart. He had his sunglasses on. That it wasn't at night, but he had his sunglasses, yeah, sunglasses, sunglasses on. on. Uh, super nice. Carlos Santana. Super nice guy at the I Metro Center. I do not Center. remember Carlos Santana. Yes. Station. At the Metro. Oh, at the Metro. At the Metro. Okay. Backstage. Overall. Okay. Those were the tweener years. Here is Carlos Santana. They didn't have a big tour bus. I remember. I just remember at the end, him and the band got it. It was like a conversion band. <laughs> we got. They were going up to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the lean years, you know, the, the tweeners, you know. <laughs> Um, he was real nice. I got the kids to meet Britney Spears oh, in, wow. in Madison. Jeff Rizzo yeah, did weekends nice. on ZOK. He was a record rep at Jive. We snuck in the back and said, well, can I help you? I said, oh, we're here, uh, J.R. Rizzo. Uh, I work with him, and, uh, and uh, we're supposed to meet him. Oh, we'll go down the hallway to the escalators. Go down the escalators. He should be down there. And we went down there, and... Uh, Raj, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, the kids will love to meet Brittany. Well, hang on. He goes, just hang on. We'll see what we can do. Like 10 minutes later, and he, he comes in with, with Brittany. It was her first tour. is like 97. Wow. Yeah. Did you win Father of the Year awards that year? Well, I'm still getting pats on the back. Okay. After all this time. <laughs> well, she's still in the news, so that was a good one to meet. Can I, can I tell you an Arthur Barb Reynolds story? Barb Reynolds. Explain who she is first. She was. Well, now, what position... Did she have at the station? I can't remember. She was in the front office. Did pay for front it. office. Yeah. Front office. And uh, this is, you know, one of those infamous wine sucks stories. It's clean. Which, let's explain what that it's is. It's clean. Love wine sucks. <laughs> Liz, you want to explain what those were? Well, I really didn't know what they were until I got oh, there. I, but they were they were like every Friday it, afternoon. Listen, it seemed like 3 o'clock. Sweetheart, it wasn't for the trade with the Royal Liquor Mart. The wine sucks would not exist. <laughs> is that what it is? Alcohol flowed let's give, freely. Let's That's give all credit where credit's due. When, when they started, they were at 5. <laughs> gotcha. And then as we got more comfortable with something, it was 3. And then before you knew it, the last couple were at noon. Really? And that's when they ended because we started started at noon and yeah. everything yeah. kind of fell apart by 4:30. Nobody wow. remembered locking up the buildings. It was it was really <laughs> that's when they stopped. I do remember being there like at like 10 remember o'clock oh, at honey. night. I, I came in it was, uh, Saturday overnight 2 to 6. Come in like 1:30. Yeah. There's Arthur. <laughs> it, it, uh, um, he's th- you know three sheets to the wind. Yep. You're shocked, I can tell. And <laughs> Barb's like she's like got her Sleeping head up. and hands on his lap and she's sobbing. It's just sobbing. I'm thinking, uh-oh, what just happened? You know, what the hell happened? You know, Arthur and Riley were going to Columbus to at NCI. Oh, that's right. They were going to leave. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, Arthur, you can't leave us. We can't do this. Blah, blah, blah. She's sobbing. You know, it's going to be okay. Or we'll be fine. You know, don't worry about it. You know. Was this was this when he left ROK or when he left ZOK? Uh, ZOK. ZOK. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So the crying thing didn't work? He went. He went anyway. Yeah, he went. Uh, Barb tried. The tears did not work. So we have Roger Peters here. So obviously, um, you've been on the air, still on the air. Yes. We all have been sharing one of those major bloopers that we kind of regret. We hope that the FCC never heard. We hope that uh, we'll never come out to see the delight of day. But here we are on a podcast and asking you, Roger, your worst on-air blooper, other than just walking over an intro, which I think I still hear you do every now and then. Oh, I don't. <laughs> Ouch. Listen, 
I'll go get the first aid kit. <laughs> I'm joking. Like, J- like JD said, we just wade through. We don't even. We don't walk. We no, wade we right through in. that bad boy. We all do it. We still. I just did one this morning. We all do it. I don't know. You know, I, I think I called him Glenn Fly one time. You know, because the microphone I think was what directional. Mm-hmm. So fortunately, I think I was far enough back. I think I I, I did a oops. We're gonna let you think that. Yeah, I did an oops, and I think I. I, I, you know, I dropped a bomb, and but I don't think it was you know, audi- right word. Aud- audible. <laughs> An f bomb. Hey, were you there? L- listen, <laughs> <laughs> were you there? Uh, uh, Big Max. Yes. Okay. Uh, 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 Martin Park. Yes. Young at Heart. Yes. And Dixon. Yes. I do. Yes. Fair. Very yes. good. Very yes. good. Oh. Yes. Lots went on in Big Max. Oh, let me Dixon. tell you. You talk about 80s hair. Yeah. These women don't light a match. <laughs> the hairspray, oh, my God. Oof. I'm telling you, their hair was flammable Yeah. that much. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it was – and poor Young at Heart, of course, the, the weather was crappy. And always, I just remember always, it was. always was. It always. never failed. It always was. And they were – we were in Big Macs, and, we're, you know, the, it's raining and blah, blah, blah. As we're continuing on with our conversation about people that you worked with and stars and – Parties and events and such like that. Who oh, would you plenty like to, of them. Who would you like to be on the air with again? Somebody you worked with in the past, maybe somebody you would like to work with again, or living or dead. It doesn't matter. Just the personalities. You know, Wicker, Lisa Dent, uh, Joe Soto, J.D. Stewart. I mean, just these people oozed talent. Yeah. I've had 20 different program directors. Literally? Yes, sir. Whoa. Yes. I've been lucky. You look at ROKZOK, you know, in the market, but the talent, phenomenal. Oh, who's who? We're talking about Vern Nolte. What did you think of him? Do you have stories of Vern Nolte? <sighs> he was an icon, you know, like larger than life. Like actors, you know, Marlon Brando, this guy, radio. Everybody knew Vern, yeah. you know. Rick, ROK, Rick, Rick Dees, ROKZOK, he's morning man at KISS FM LA. Oh, ROKZOK, Vern Nolte, immediately. Yeah. <sighs> and... and, and like that, like ROK, you know, the list goes on and on. Uh, Geronimo, Shotgun Mark, Joe James. Are you kidding me? Yeah. In Rockford. Yeah. And there you go. Chica- mm-hmm. well, look at Chicago, Joe Soto, Lisa Fielding, Lisa Dent. And they're all now doing afternoons against each other in Chicago. And Those three that it, you just mentioned. Isn't that I mean, and, they're, and there you go. And they're doing really good in the ratings. Tim, it's t- talent. I know. Kicking butt and taking names. Oh. Scott Wallace, Mel Young, yes, um, Bobby B. Soder. I mean, on and on and on. Absolutely. It's crazy. It goes on and on. So what are you doing today, Roger? I mentioned earlier <laughs> that you are still on the air, and you're doing mobile DJs and car shows and stuff. So yes. are you continuing that? What are your plans? Where are you headed? I'm just local delivery, a local company. Um, you know, still, you know. Doing my thing and uh, paying the bills with that. Paying the and bills. Still having fun with this radio stuff. Yes. I have a Roger Peters story. Oh, my gosh. We were minding our own business out towards Belvedere, my son and I, and he was probably 10, maybe 12. And we went to this roadside barbecue place called Smoking Coops. And it looks like a glorified fruit stand, yes. but it is yeah. the best ribs in town. <laughs> so we're there. We get our order, yep. we're sitting down, we're minding our own business. I sort of look around, I'm going, holy crap, look at all these really nice cars around here. There's a lot of really nice cars. It was a Wednesday afternoon. All of a sudden, 
the music stops, and this guy goes, hey, good to see Tim Larson here. <laughs> it was Roger. Who's that? And what? I, what? I thought my son was going to crawl under the sod. <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, uh, somebody just pointed you out. And I go, yeah, it's a buddy of mine I used to work in radio. He goes, why, 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 why did he do that? <laughs> but I want to I go a little further because it didn't just say it as Roger Peters. He has this pseudo Wolfman Jack. Yeah. Delivery at car shows he where does. he thinks he's back in the 50s. He does. American graffiti. So how really did you say it, Roger, when you saw Tim Larson? Come on, really say it how you do it at the car show. Come on, reenact it. Oh, man. <laughs> Tim Rock and Roll Larson, baby, Rock and Roll, W-R-O-K, my number one. That is it. That was it. Oh, that Lord. is it. Thank you for that little flashback. <laughs> Roger kills at car shows, by the way. We have to give your number and everything to everybody here at the uh, Storytelling Studio. It works. Studios, it so. works. But I, I forgot to tell you about the Rat Cheese Party. Oh, Rat Cheese Party. That was Rat the Group round and round. Yes. Downstairs at the Metro Center. Yeah. The guitarist, that blonde Robin Crosby, this dude, I'll tell you what. I don't I don't know what, what, what he was on. This guy was bouncing off the walls. <laughs> Some other stories you want to share with us? Uh, New Year's Eve with Liz Wilder. Oh, wait, New Year's Eve. All I remember from New Year's Eve is that. Don't tell in, her husband. In the <laughs> 80s, in the 80s, we would do bar hopping gigs, and we would have a van, and we would all, the personalities, would get into a van, and we would drive from bar to bar, and when the Z crew showed up, we would buy everybody in the bar a drink. But you can't do that now because everything has to be spread out. You can't do timed things. But remember, we used to show up at Stash O'Neill's and everybody drinks and do a shot. Well, we, we, the, the listener parties. And the shots were the blowjobs. <laughs> I love those shots, man. <laughs> to this day, she loves blowjobs. <laughs> and they were $5, I think, Steve, weren't they? Yeah, right. You advertised it as $5, $5 blowjobs. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, for those who didn't listen to my episode, I have Steve to come clean on that now. Thank you, Tim. My biggest blunder on the air was on a Sunday, a hairstylist salon was doing a benefit for, I think it was United Cerebral Palsy, or some charity locally. And they were donating all the money from their two to four afternoon uh, session where anybody who showed up could get a wash, a blowout, uh, you know, shave, or whatever you wanted, I right? I Salon so Sukara. I think it may have been something. I said yeah. on the air, I'm like, hey, go over to this salon right now because mm. they're giving out blowjobs for $5. <laughs> Okay. Instead of saying blowouts, right. I said blowjob by well. accident. Go back and listen to that. That was a great episode, by the way. The storyteller episode with Steve Summers. Yes. Just not too long ago. Oh, man. Back to, back back to, to Rogers. Rogers. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, back this... to Rogers New Year's with Eve. Well, the, that was my first year being there. Yes. And we went and delivered pizzas. Domino's Pizza. And Ooh. we went to like three or four. What was like Tullock's Woods? One was like Tullock's Woods. The other one, I was uh, uh, Bell Oak. School in East State. Oh, the martinis. Oh, my God. The guy making them. He goes, oh, you got to have a martini. Oh, all right. Oh, ooh. <laughs> like, who's driving? I'm not me. I don't know. I can't drive oh, that van yet. One, so then you I was one of the, done. the mobile New Year's Eve parties, were yes. you, with John Arthur and everybody else? No. no. Okay, that's when we had a poor. I was 89 to 91. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this was about 86, 84, 86. We had to pour out John Arthur out of the van. He, he passed out in the van at about 11 o'clock. Roger, too? No. St. Paddy's Pub Crawl. Oh. Same concepts. Remember, we went, we went bar to bar, and we ended up, we, uh, uh, it was Blue Soy Shoes. Yes. And the last stop was like Pitcher's Mound in Beloit. Well, I, I was on the bus in Beloit, but I didn't make it out the bus. The barber's chair did me in. So the barber's as, chair, that was at Blue Suede Shoes. Yes. Can, yeah. can yes. we just 
give a round of applause for the barber chair at Blue Suede. Oh my so God. many memories. So many memories we will oh never my. remember. How many fell victim <laughs> to yeah. the barber's chair? They would throw you. Well, first of all, they would lay you back and they would just pour right out of the bottle in your mouth. Yeah. And yeah. then they would. Whatever like, you want. You want the, the ring a bell and sex on the beach, screaming orgasm. Slam it forward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, they tilt you back up and okay. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the St. Patty's Pub Crawl and the New Year's Eve and oh, man. Just the listener parties. Yes. It was phenomenal. J.D. Stewart said it best. He goes, Roger, uh, we were a poor man's movie star. Because the, the community liked us so much and they do whatever we would yes. say. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'd walk. I would agree we, with that. That's how he equated, you know, because we'd, we'd own the place. We'd take over. So we mentioned a lot of names in the storyteller session. Are you in, still in touch with any of these people? Besides well, us. Besides well, us, yeah. Well, <laughs> we try to ignore th- well, that. Well, the thing is, thank God, social media. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Thank God for that. Otherwise, you know, these people fall off yeah. the planet. You know, Brad Jeffries uh, doing, you know, radio back, still on radio in Charleston. You know what the weirdest thing about that is? When he moved from Knoxville yeah. to Charleston yes. and he made the announcement, hey, I'm packing up the car, blah, blah, blah. And he's going to Charleston and Huntington, West Virginia. I go, well, that's interesting because I worked there in yeah, 82 yeah. to 84. And so he gets there and he says, hey, I'm on Mix 102. I'm going, oh, God, that's the same station I worked at. Only go. we called it Super 102. Yes. And he showed the studio picture and I sent him a message. I'm going, yeah, our studio didn't look anything like yeah, that. Yeah. It was really sort of put together yeah. because we were low on the totem pole. And this was 84. And in one book, we went from number nine to number two. And then, of course, they had the money, and now they've got the nice studio and blah, blah, blah. Well, Same station, though. You you know how Steve Summers beat Greg Thunder nights in in the ratings? (laughs) She's she's sitting right over there. Oh, you think that my wife, No, you said that. Is why I beat him? Yeah, the pregnancy. What do you I have no idea what he's him? talking about. No, we were, we, were, we, were, we were in the lounge, and we're going over the numbers. And she's like, I knew what the pregnancy would work. <laughs> that, 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 was, that was the key. Connectable. It was yep. a, a relatable story. Yes! Thunder yeah. was uh, on oh. Y95, I think it was. Uh, YBR. YBR. And he, and, had, uh, he had that Bill Lee, uh, more music, 105, WYBR, Greg Thunder with a monster thought of hits. You know, and, and uh, you know who another uh, another guy? Uh, remember Jumpin' George from DEK? No. Jumpin' George Ed- Edwards? Hmm. He did nights. Him and Thunder connected, you know, with the locality uh, to Cal Brockford, and they were both B- Bill Lee, Broadway Bill Lee. You know, you know who Bill Lee and uh, is? I don't know if they're still married. He, Beth Bacall. She did uh, weekends for us. I know she has her own show prep service for radio called She Prep. Okay. I think she's in charge of that. She, I think hmm. she writes She Prep. Dot com. Okay. Well, maybe I'm mistaken, but that's where I remember her. But Beth, Beth, did, Beth did weekends on ZOK, and her and Bill Lee uh, married. I don't know if they're still together. So yeah. what's your favorite waterfront story? On the waterfront, well, that, that, there's so many acts. Well, I hate it. Well, Cheap Trick was great until the, uh, the, the, uh, the beer garden ran out of beer. I thought they were going to riot. We left. <laughs> let's get the, I think I told Ron Beck, let's get the hell out of here. Ron Beck, there's a great name. Yes. <laughs> you know, Beck's. I ended up finding a bunch of my reel-to-reels. Mm-hmm. And I, I bought a reel-to-reel from uh, Sounds Classic and Video Lab with Mark Peabody. And I've started transferring all these reels into digital so I could share them with people. Sure. And here's this reel that says Ron Beck. And yeah. Like, Why would I have a Ron Beck reel? So I'm thinking it's a ZOK air check. No. He filled in. He, no, well, yeah, he did. Uh, yes. He yes. did. Yeah. But 
This was a reel that they spun mm -hmm. at the bar. Yes. And he was at Shenanigans. Do you remember that? My name's Ron. If you got something you might like to hear tonight, feel free to let me know what it is and I'll try to play it for you. Another thing, if you have to leave the lounge for any reason, get a hand stamp on your hand because real soon there's going to be a line outside. If you don't have a stamp on your hand, we can't let you back in right away. Something from Jermaine Jackson to start us off. Mixer. He was all over. Oh, Houston, so, he, he DJed more. Oh, in Houston? Yeah. Oh, that's what he was known for? Yeah, oh, so yes. here's 40 minutes of fantastic oh, oh, he, music. Yes. yes. And it was so cool. Yeah. And, of course, I was able to share it with him digitally, which yeah. was really sort of yeah. cool, too. Yeah, that's have, how we found him. He was looking for something else when he came up from Houston because he was a bar mixer. Yes, yes. And there wasn't really a whole lot. Stash O'Neill's nobody cared about mixing anything but drinks. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, you know, yeah. we didn't need a music mixer. <laughs> so he was like, Rockford I got to do with music. And so yeah. we put him on the air. And sure. Seven to midnight. And then it was like yeah. on weekends yeah. and then during the weekdays. Yeah. He advanced yeah. pretty fast. The old Frampton's manager, John Lee. Uh, John uh, was our morning guy introing Frampton on stage. So John was going to do, you know, he's like, anybody, well, anybody want, I said, I'll, I'll go up there with you. I don't care. I'm, I don't, I'm game. I'm no problem. So John, so John Lee, but the, the manager, Frampton's manager says, don't talk to him. He says, don't say anything to him. Whoa. Okay. We'll be that way. Snob. Yeah. All right. Just, he, no, he said, yeah, he goes, just, oops. he said, just introduce him. Don't, uh, don't talk to him. Just introduce him. That's what he said. Oh, okay then. So I remember he had his purple guitar. So John Lee and I are up there. I mean, a sea of people, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I just remember the, the stairs, we, we're walking down, and he's walking up with his purple guitar, and we didn't, we didn't say anything to him. Fine, be that way. But I just remember that. Just So this was when he had the long hair yet? I think he still had the locks, yeah. Okay, I think he still had the locks going. Yvonne and I saw Peter Frampton at the BMO four years ago, something. He uh, was back no. in town. Yeah. And we were like, oh, we're going to go see Frampton. And it was all crew cut and – yeah. He yeah. still had the chops, still had the guitar playing. Yeah, it was, no, it and was great. Do you but feel just, like I do the same <laughs> sound? It was yeah. perfect. So you have a lot of stories. Oh. And engineering stories, anything about our engineering crew, the equipment, meltdowns. You know, just when, you know, you know, just when, uh, you know. Moving go, studios. You know, I mean, we did a lot of that stuff. Yeah, you know, you know just from, you know, the you know, carts to CDs and all that. But one Saturday afternoon, Greg Strassel was our PD, and in fact, he was there, it just so happened, uh, power outage. And I don't know what happened, power outage. And that was back when we, uh, we had a, like a cat diesel generator mm -hmm. for backup, and it didn't fire. Oh. <laughs> they usually don't. It just seems like it did not every fire. radio station has a problem with a generator. I'm it, it was, I think, the only time in my life I can ever remember silence <laughs> at a radio station because we couldn't do anything. It's like, you're eerie. Uh, that and the uh, July 5th, 03 storm that hit. And, uh, that's a tornado that went through? Yeah, that straight line winds, straight like 105 miles an hour. Down, Downforced winds, they call well, it. Woke me up from a dead sleep at 4 in the morning. The house was literally shaking. So I'm on the air 6, you know, 6 to 10 Saturday morning. And you know, Auburn Street looked like a war zone. And Steve Shannon came in. We were, I think... We're like on generator power. So it was, we were like, you know, maybe 500 watts or whatever. We we're on low power. And I just remember that weekend, it, it, you know, we had no AC. We've got no windows. We got windows. We can't open, open them. them right? it, just, it, it's, it's, it smelled like a locker room after, <laughs> after practice. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Just 
stuff sticks, I'm telling you. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. Well, you brought a sheet of all kinds of notes and things that you wanted to talk about. What have we not touched on that you would like to uh, let everybody hear. Oh, the time the, the time I, I saved John Ivy's life. What, Did no. you hear about that? Uh, he owes his life to me, by the way. You have my attention. Does he have that same angle on the story? Well, maybe not. <laughs> All I know is his wife Barb was freaking out in John Nolte's garage. Well, John always had the the, the Fourth of July uh, shindig at Caledonia. John Nolte did, yes. Yeah. yeah. Any party with with a bartender, I am there. Mm-hmm. So I am so John there. Nolte, I think he still lives in Hawaii, but I'm, I'm yeah. but I think he's there, right? I think he's near Key West. Oh, Key West. That's right. He moved to the south. He was in Hawaii. He was in Hawaii. But he would put on the best parties. Oh, my God. Best shindigs. Oh, you. Best events, no matter. If you went to one party all year long. You want to go to his. Yes, sir. No matter where it was. That was the one. No matter what it was about. Absolutely. He paid attention to detail. Oh, my God. I mean, it was unbelievable what he thought of. That's the cool Yeah. It was, I think, uh, Tom Geardrum. Rodzilla. Uh, John Ivy, me, and uh, John's wife, Barb, were in the garage and doing shots. And <laughs> John uh, overindulged, and he, he was laying. Just passed out? Laying yeah, he, yeah, passed out on, on, on uh, the concrete floor, <laughs> and, he's, and he's on his back. And Barb's like, you know, she was afraid. Well, uh, who was that? that, that bon, who, uh, bon Scott, the ACDC guy? Who passed out. And, yeah, did he pass out and choke on his own yeah. uh, vomit? <laughs> his own vomit. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. He was, she was afraid he was going to pull a Bob Scott. <laughs> so you rolled him over? Yeah, she saved his oh, life. Oh, she was like, she was like, huh? Somebody that's a great story, Roger. That was it. You rolled him over. No, I did. I, she's like, oh, somebody got to roll him over. He's going to puke on himself. So, you know, of course, Tom, Tom's looking at me like, I think it's you, buddy. So I just roll him over. <laughs> well, John Ivey's a big corporate PD for uh, Is he still a Kiss? For Is he still a Kiss LA? In California, so you will never work there after that story. Just well, so you know. well, we will talk to I don't John. think he wouldn't hire me anyway. <laughs> we will talk to John and get his take on that, too. I have no recollection of the incident whatsoever. Exactly. exactly. I think he's confusing me with somebody else. Oh, my. Oh, man. Oh, the 7-Up minivan. 7-Up Remember, we gave away the 7-Up minivan. We gave it away Labor Day weekend. I forget what year. But we're down at the uh, the raft race, down at, down at Verde. And, uh, of course, we're partaking. And you're, we always. You're, you're, you're shocked again, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, parked, I parked the, mini, the minivan. Of course, there's, car, you know, there's cars on each side. So get done, and I go to the van, and... Uh, I go to back up, and what I did when I backed up, I I turned it too fast. I hit one of the cars next to the van. This is a van we're going to, going to give away Labor Day weekend, and I hit the car next to me. And you still work there? Well, and I was oh, uh, I, I was still employed afterwards. <laughs> so, so first thing I do, you know, what's the first thing you do? You you look around like did anybody see it? You know, and fortunately there was nobody around. I was like oh. So, oh, no. So I get out, like, all right, let's see what damage. <laughs> Fortunately, the only thing that happened, it knocked one of the hubcaps off. <laughs> so, you know, you put the hubcap back on, fire it up, and I'm out of here. <laughs> wow. Well, we, that case is still a cold well, case at the Rockford well, Police Department, and now we have the clues. Fortunately, we didn't give away a slightly damaged 7-Up minivan <laughs> that Labor Day weekend. 
Because I don't remember giving away the minivan, though. Do you, Liz? I don't. A 7-Up Yes, the 7-Up minivan. I remember the little Suzuki, Suzuki. the white Suzuki. God, what year? The beach in summer with Pepsi. Late 80s. That was late 80s. Yes, late 80s. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, when the ZOK van was, was uh, Stolen? confiscated? Stolen? Yes, yeah. that was the movie where? It was uh, trivia. Where was it found? El Paso. Very El Paso, Texas. Give that girl a gold star and a smiley face. Yep. Do you know who took it? You know who took (laughs) it? Janitor. Yeah. Well, Pete was it was uh, Pete's assistant. No, it was Pete's assistant who was on the air with Wicker. Yes. Because he did some kind of word of the day. Doctor Bell. Doctor Bell. Doctor Bell. Yeah. Was it him? Yes. I remember that. Yeah. I remember it was an an employee stole the. Yeah. Yeah. So so we're on the air. He didn't steal it. He was. Borrowing yeah. it. He was going somewhere, but he never told anybody he was taking it. So yeah. then we were looking I failed for, to mention. for days. <laughs> we were looking for days, oh. and finally the state police found it because it's a marked van with yes. the call letters all over it yeah. going down I 39. Hard to south, conceal and, that. And El Paso. Yeah. <laughs> but we're on the air, and, and, and we're telling people. If you see yeah, our van, please let us know. But, but we took our van. But we're telling people, th- this is not a, a radio stunt. No, it's not. Like, right. uh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, this is this not is not a, a promotion. If you see the WZOK van, call the authorities immediately. You know who's the first <laughs> the first person to say that? Fred Spear. He did yes. it so perfectly. Yes. Uh, Fred Spear, just so you know, the WZOK van has been yes. taken. If you see it, please do not attempt to take the van back. Call authorities. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> Wow, I forgot about that story. But yes. it does come back not now. Working there anymore. And we had to no. say that. We had to say, this is not a radio promotion or stunt. The van is actually missing, <laughs> so please call the police if you see it. Yes. It turned out it was just a misunderstanding. But that like would it. have been a great promotion. Oh, it would have been a great oh, promotion. Yeah. Now guys are going to like, hey, let's get the van stolen. Yeah. April see where it goes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a bottle with a note in it in the ocean. <laughs> see where it ends up. <laughs> J.D. Stewart, Jungle Gems. But my Love my Jungle first Gems. my first uh, acclamation to to uh, to JJ's it was JJ's Jungle Gems. first radio JJ's, folk yes. it was JJ's so JD uh, again that's he was doing afternoons that's you know, again your full time you you did a weekend stint two to six Saturday I came in he's getting off the air and he's like hey I'm going down to JJ's you want to come down with me I said well, you know I'm a I'm a kid I'm making I got hired at, by the way I got hired at three fifty an hour. In August, three fifty an hour of August, in August of eighty four. So I wasn't rolling in the dough. No, I you don't. are such a bragger. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, I was. We all work for free. So I was on easy street. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was, wow. Oh, I was. Oh, I was. I was so jungle gyms at three fifty an hour. You got a French fry there. Well, yeah. well, I, and I'm like, I got no money. He goes, don't worry, I got it. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Everybody was renting it. So off. we, yeah. So we go down Trade, there. We, trade, yeah. we go down there, and I'm, I'm, I'm peeling each shrimp, Long Island iced yeah. teas, you know. And four hours later, you know, here comes the check, and he goes, "Oh, I got that." Oh, she goes, "The check." He goes, "Oh, just put the, uh, put that on the tab." We got a tab? What? 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 He goes to sign. He just like script like a doctor. You know, he just scribbles a name, or you know, he just scribbles. I'm like, I'm like, that's it? He goes, "Yeah, no problem. I got it. We got a tab. We could do this." I like this radio gig, man. This is cool. Yeah. We, we can eat and drink for free. <laughs> we, let's admit, we all did one of those things because we had a big party there. I don't know, $600 was the bill. I mean, we really had a great party there. I don't know who it was, but we just said, uh, put on Doug McDuff, under Doug McDuff's name at Jungle Gyms. And then they just put it to the account. And that's when the next couple of weeks, the memo came out going, 
You cannot abuse the train. Oh, no. That's, that <laughs> was Mac. That was Mark McClure at Bear Talk. Yes. At, yes. at Bear Talk. Oh, yeah. He's at Bear Spans. Uh, yeah, because Shereen would bring the players in in the limousine. Yeah. She represented the station. She'd go in. Oh, Pick she's got some Bears Chicago player Bear. stories. Steve, um, Steve McMichael, Mc, Mc, McMichael came in for Bear Talk. Uh, the main event downtown where the, the, the boxing ring was was the dance floor. The main event was awesome. Uh, That's a dance floor. The boxing ring was a dance floor. Um, Remember that? Brad Zimmerman was part owner, and Hilge, uh, Hilgenberg and Brad were roommates at Iowa. So that's the connection. Okay. That's, the, that's the bear connection. So we'd party afterwards, after bear talk. And uh, I remember Mark McClure, Mac, he got, oh, my God, he called us, and he goes, we ran up a $500 tab. <laughs> he's, he's like, how the hell can, can, can 12 people drink $500? Very easily. Oh, my God. Well, Hell, when you yell free, you know, it's radio people. We're, we're right there. We're all over it, you know. You know, shots of, you know, we're drinking Crown Royal, shots of Bailey's or whatever. He's, he's we can't do that anymore. And the coolest <laughs> thing to do now, I don't know if you've been to Stone Eagle, but a lot of those uh, wonderful art pieces that yes. were on the wall at Jungle Gyms yes. now hang proudly on the wall yeah. at Stone Eagle, and yeah. they are still magnificent yeah. and take you back yeah. to those days. Well, Jimmy, uh, did, Joel... Bought it from Jimmy, yeah. wasn't that? Yeah. Jimmy Vitello. Yeah, yeah. And the nice part about that is they have a brochure that tells the history of all those items at Stone Eagle. We never knew that when we were at Jungle Gyms. Yeah. We were just there no. for the free beer. Like, free everything food. was new. Well, you yell free, we're there. You know, it's radio people. They had the best <laughs> oysters. Let me tell you, that bar was oh, slippery. Yeah. The oysters at Jungle Gyms yeah. were still, to this day, oh, it's unbelievable. Our okay name, uh, Mel Young. Not Mel Young. Um, Overnights? <sighs> yes. Bobby B.? Mel. Mel did um his wife, him and his wife were there at ROK. Mel. Loving. Mel Loving. Oh, Remember yes. Mel Loving. Uh, a bigger guy, yes. balding hair. Yeah, him and his wife. I forget her Glasses. name. Uh start oh, with an man. L. Uh, loving. Lo- <laughs> loving. Loving. <laughs> loving loving. Uh Mel did two to six ROK. I did two to six Z OK. He comes in afterwards. Hey, he goes, You want to go have a, a drink with me at Rockies? Rockies in Beloit at the Holiday Inn. Rockies loves park. Oh, Rockies loves park. As you know, I didn't know. I'm I'm green as grass. I'm like, what? They're open? He goes. He looks at me. He goes, Yeah, they're open. I'm like, It's six in the morning on like like a Thursday, (laughs) Friday, Thursday morning. He goes, Oh yeah. He goes, You want to come? Yeah, okay. I'm 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 game. I'll go. We walk into that joint. It it was like it was third shifters. That bar was happening. It's like six twenty on a Thursday morning, and this place is happening. I'm like, This is cool. I never knew this happened. Roger, I know you and I started off doing overnights. The most yes. popular commercial on the overnights oh, was the you Sandwich know Factory. Remember the Sandwich Factory? You're hungry. No, I mean really hungry. Uh, and you could really go for a meatball sandwich. I beg to differ. The Sandwich Factory was always on in the middle of the night nonstop. No. When I started. Prime time in Lake Club in Beloit was the other commercial. No. Ironically. It was B. Sandfield. I yeah. swear to God. I had no idea what to be there. When I did like 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 ten to two or overnight, B Sanfield spots. Yeah. Really? Yes. Well, I remember the sandwich factory. In fact, when I was transferring my reels, I have Jim LaBelle and Mr. Ed reading live a sandwich factory ad after they came back from the Rolling Stones concert. That's right. 
You're hungry. No, I mean really yes. hungry after the Rolling Stones concert. Yes. You could use a meatball sandwich. Yes. How about a yogi, a sub sandwich? Yes. Go to the Sandwich Factory, five ninety nine, the biggest sandwich you ever. I still remember to this day that commercial. I'll be doggone. And twenty one on it. I don't know. Maybe that's one of his favorite numbers. That's where all the scarves came from, right? Yeah, they had scarves. I thought he had shoulder pads on at first, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. I thought he was going to play football up on stage. <laughs> and, you uh, never know with Mick, right? Yeah, but uh, we had knew, uh, known beforehand that uh, the big tongue, the uh, famous tongue that they had on the Philadelphia stage wasn't going to be ready for Rockford. Uh, they just couldn't fit it in in time. But uh, anyway, are you hungry? <laughs> sure. I mean, are you really hungry? I'm really hungry. Well, let me tell you, you know where you want to go. Well, I'm in a hurry. Okay. Well, if you're in a hurry, why don't you check out the Sandwich Factory? They've got mouth-watering selections of uh, gyros, subs, steak, and Italian sandwiches. They use only fresh ingredients, and they're made special to order in just minutes. Get more for your money because the Sandwich Factory packs more of what you love in their sandwiches. And the big thing is they're open till 2 in the morning, so you don't have to go to bed hungry. When the munchies madness strikes, strike back at the Sandwich Factory, 601 Kishwaukee Street at the corner of Kishwaukee and College. Whether you eat it there... <laughs> I think it's whether you eat it there. Yeah, whether you whether you eat it there or take it home, you're gonna love it. And tonight, enjoy two for one well drinks from seven till ten at the city limits. Rock out with Jules Blattner. You know the guy who replaced the ZOK? Remember Jim Like? Yes. He went up to uh, yeah. Cablevision and yeah. Janesville Sales. Yeah. He's the guy who replaced. Yeah. And and the most famous commercial in ROK ZOK history, dude. You got to know this. Well, tell me. Dan Campbell and Mark Larson. Sensory drug in the Rockton Avenue Shopping Center. It was a Lone Ranger and Tonto sp oh, spot. Yes. And, and here, oh. here, 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 Tonto, have a, have a silver bullet. Ooh, me, oh, yeah, me, me not feeling good, Kimosabi. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Well, well, here, let me write you a prescription, and you could take it to Century Drug in the, in the, in the uh, Rockton Avenue Shopping Center and make you, make you feel better. It's good medicine, good medicine for you. In the meantime, bite, bite down on the silver bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Ooh, I remember ooh, that ooh. part of the commercial. Remember that? He goes, the only part here, I remember. Here, here's another one. In. Don't on bite down so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is that's fabulous. That's the only part I remember Steve. out of that whole commercial. The other part, I was like, where is he going with this? To and this, then when you oh, did the silver bowl, I'm like, yes. To this day. Yes. Oh, oh Tim. I do. I may have a copy Dan of Dan Campbell that. and Mark Larson. <laughs> I'm going to have to insert some ooh. of this stuff <laughs> into this episode. I said century. Yeah, century drug in the Rockton Avenue Shopping Center. That was classic. Can we invite you back at another time, and you can continue on with more of these stories since you seem to be the encyclopedia? Oh, we, 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 we had Morgana oh. at State Street Station. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to have to wrap this up, Roger. All right? So uh, you can definitely come back and tell us more stories. We have more episodes planned, and we can actually have you back, and you can uh, continue to thrill us with different stories. One last story as we wrap it up here, Roger. Give me the one story that we didn't well, get to that you'd like to bring up. No, just remember, uh, remember the um, the billboard on Estate. Yes. What was, was it, that for? It was for a donation. <sighs> yes. And it was a wicker wheel billboard, and he had to stay up on the billboard. And then we took it to the top of the McChesney Park Mall but, because the billboard wouldn't work anymore. Well, hold on. But, but different... Different jocks went up there and did their show. Yes, from atop the the only one uh, I think Big J 
I think it was the only one. Because he couldn't get up there. Yes. Bless the soul. But remember? Yes. Uh, it, was yeah. a, it was a billboard. I think it was for charity. It wasn't for the Salvation Army. It was, it was right there where uh, uh, Mary's is. Yeah. Where Mary's Radio is. Radio Shack used to be right below it. Yes. And whenever we needed batteries, we would go to the Radio Shack. Yes. By Don Carter Lanes. Did, and we would go up to that billboard. The cherry, the the cherry picker, w- w- with the, the, the jock. That's yes. how the jock got up. And they did the show from atop the billboard. Atop of the billboard. Wasn't it? Was that where Jeff Wicker wanted a job, and he was he had a billboard, and he wanted to do mornings, and Jeff Wicker wanted to do mornings, so he did the billboard broadcast. Was that what it was? He didn't want mornings. He wanted to be on something. He wanted to. Oh, oh! It was Jeff Wicker wanted to date Monica Schneider. Was yes, that the yes. billboard? Yeah. He had put a billboard up, and he yes. broadcast on the billboard, wow. so she said, "I would go out with you." I think that's what it was. But some, I know somebody did a billboard. I think I did Arthur after Man Mountain left. Like I, I want mornings on ZOK. They hit him on the billboard. I want mornings on ZOK. Yeah, we, we something like that. Yeah, it was either that or the magazine cover that he was on. The magazine might yeah. have been the Rolling Stones, but I think the billboard he was trying to get Monica to date. That him. was yeah. it, Monica Schneider. Well, he, and well, he had the song. Him. He had the song to. Uh, um, my Monica. Elvis Costello had uh, my, 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 Ver- my Veronica. My Veronica. No, Veronica. Veronica was was, was Elvis Costello, and he did my Monica to it. Yes, yes, yes. This has been the <laughs> most entertaining <laughs> storyteller session in history. So, Roger, congrats! Now and it's you part get to one. turn. Yeah. <laughs> I got oh, a million of them. Many volume encyclopedia that we'll get to, but we appreciate you coming in today. The, the, real quick, the two ROK shirts. <laughs> remember the two ROK shirts, uh, the, the Spirit of '76. Yes. Remember the, the drummer and the fife, the dude yeah, with the fife, yeah, the Spirit yeah. of 76, and, and Jaws. He had the shark, and he had the ROK sign in his mouth as shotgun. Really? Yes. He's a t-shirt hoarder. Okay. But I remember the, the Spirit of 76. Wow. And actually, I had a shirt, WROK, an incredible radio station. Well, all I can say is, anyway, I'm so happy that we didn't have commercials because there's no way we'd have been able to stop no. for an interruption of commercials. We'd have been way over to the radiothon is now over. Thank you so much, Roger Peters. Thank Just you, been Steve. a pleasure to uh, reminisce and Good stuff. relive some great things here in the Storyteller Studios. Oh, Wheels is next. Hey, my friend, have the old wheels. They're all over him everywhere he goes. He's here all over you with the news in just about two minutes. Here's Ann Murray. Huh? 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 Good morning, Scott Wallace. Do you have a question for the world-famous answer man? Yes, I oh, do. Okay, what is the world-famous answer man's question, please? Why does Jules Gibbons have an ulcer? Why does he have an ulcer? Yes. Okay, after last year's Rose Bowl parade, Jules Gibbons took home one of the floats in a doggy bag. 8.30 with the Scott Wallace Show at 399-2237. <laughs> I got an album for you, hon. Hang on, please. I'll take all the information down. This is Brown Eyed Girl. This is Van Morrison. I'm Scott Wallace. All right, let me go to the phones. Good morning. Is this Ann Clark? Good morning. Good morning, yes, Ann Clark. How are you this morning? Uh, fine. Good morning. Thank Good morning. you. Good morning. Hold on. I'll tell you. I'll just hold on now. Good morning, Scott Wallace. Good morning, Bill. Yes, Scott, say good morning to Ann. Hi, Ann. How are you? Good morning, Bill. Ann, no, that's Scott. You oh, say hi to Scott. Scott. <laughs> Right. How are you, Annie? I'm fine, thank you. I'd like you to be the Scott Wallace working gal for the day. Will you do it? Oh, I would love to be. Beautiful. Are you originally from Rockford? No. Where are you from, huh? Maine. Maine? Right. Hey, that's pretty close to my hometown of Betcove, Long Island. Oh, that's real close. You know why? No. Yeah, I used to live there as a child. My father was a fisher, my oh. mother was a netter, and my sister was a hooker. Scotty Waddy Doodle! <laughs> Congratulations, Ann. Bless you, 18 before 7 o'clock, 18 away from 7. <laughs> you got a call from me? Yeah, get over here quickly.
That's all right. Let me go to my phone lines here. Good morning. This is... This is the Guido. Guido, Guido, Guido. Sounds like you stayed up too long last night. I told you not to call me while I'm working. Well, I had to call you and tell you you left your socks over here. Ah, uh, you're not supposed to do that, but not only here, nobody can hear us. What? Let's cover it up. Why don't you ask me a question? Okay. I want to know what you're going to do for excitement here in Rockford this week. You know what I'm going to do this weekend, don't you? Yeah, but you're not supposed to say that over there. Okay, well, I thought maybe well, actually what I'm going to do is I'm, of course, going to go to church on Sunday. I'm going to enjoy my Friday night making the rounds, you know, the nightclubs in the area. And then on Saturday, I'm going to go back to my old school for a reunion. I understand that in my honor, the eighth graders are going to mug a sixth grader and present me with his lunch money. W-R-O-K. Hello, America. Dan Campbell at 10.05. Complain, complain. WROK with another $1,000 in prizes. You win simply by being in the right place at the right time. More details later on this week. Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock, you can win bad company and the best of bread LPs all weekend if you keep it right here. WROK, Dan Campbell, 1152. How do you like you touch me with your fancy fingers? Woo! City. WROK. WROK's headlines are open at 399-2237 or 399-2238. Whichever number happens to turn you on. Actually, that set of numbers doesn't really turn me on. 382436 turns me on. I can get into that. A bride will search for the one gown that's going to be absolutely perfect for her wedding. Yes, she will. Yet a groom figures all he has to do well, is slip into any old tuxedo, slip into any and he's tuxedo. going to come out looking like a million. I'm going to shine, man. and Tom and James and Shondell's on you. WROK Rockford at 3.30, where you win introductory karate lessons all weekend, starting Friday night at 6, 14.40. WROK, oh baby, oh baby, tighter, 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 tighter. That's enough. Uh, Mark Larson in the afternoon, 3.32. 14.40, WROK with Mark Larson at 4.06. WROK's prize man carries cash and could award you a $10 bill if you've got a WROK bumper sticker on your car. I really like running a sophisticated show, man. That kind of music on fire. I don't know why I dig it. Uh, huh. Hey, don't you are okay? Uh, Mark Larson, boy 17. <laughs> A-B-B-A, Emma, ho, ho. W-R-O-K Surprise Man carries cash and could award you a $10 bill. You've got a W-R-O-K bumper sticker on your car. Pick up yours today at Century Drugs in the Rockton Avenue Shopping Center. Like a rolling stone. Uh, 1440 WRO.
okay, Mark Elliott at 728. This group trailing with a terrible time recording this next record. See, they left their instruments at home. Well, I dream. W-R-O-K. Rockford at 730, where you can win a brand new pair of Levi's at any moment. Not 1440. W-R-O-K. Our love is like a sinking ship on the ocean. We just keep on going down. Lewis Corbin, with Mark Elliott at 734. Here's the ladder W-R-O-K For some time this hour You're going to win a pair of jeans By ripping the jeans Right off the chalk W-R-O-K That guy's one heck Of a good musician Gordon Lightfoot Carefree Highway It's 10.04 Freeport Hey Mark Bass Of uh, East High School How you doing man? Okay Yeah you've been trying for how long? A week A week? You've been yeah. trying to get this contest for a week? Yeah Wow man Well you got it now I hope you do something with it Okay? Yeah For a pair of jeans from Stookies Which W-Rock Jockey going to rip off? Uh, Scott Wallace. Okay, let's try that. Hi, this is Scott Wallace. Oh, man, this is good. <laughs> hey, Scott, hey, somebody hey. just ripped your jeans off. W-R-O-K. Mark. Yeah. You won. Oh, that's pretty good. All right, man, you stay right where you are on the telephone. I'll get your address. We'll send you a certificate, okay? Okay. More winners, more often. This is the place. W-R-O-K. T-shirts, where well, you can be naked from the waist down, and Carpenter Solid Gold albums all weekend starting Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock, 7.41 with Fred Robinson and Bad Company. WROK, where you can win streaker T-shirts and Carpenter Solid Gold albums all weekend starting Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock with the Bad Man Larson. 6.34, I'm Rick Robinson. I love this girl so much I gotta whisper her name, Angie. W-W-W-W-W-W-R-O-K. I'm Rick Rock and Roll Robinson. Live as a rock with the radio. Roll me. Reunion. W-R-O-K. Giving away another thousand dollars in prizes. Complete details later this week. Oh. <laughs> 7-12 <laughs> with Rick Robinson. I'm going to pull my skin tight right now on the radio. W-R-O-K with Rick Robinson. Sister, could you put down your rosaries, please? Thank you. Janet Mee. W-R-O-K. Where you can count up to $1,000 in prizes if you're counted when it counts. More details later on this week. 9.43 with Rick Robinson. Baby, I really get into this record now. Sing it, Wolf Bad Jack. Dr. John. Right place at the wrong time. Baby. W-R-O-K. 535, and I'm taking collar 10 now. 399 2237 to win a copy of BTO's Not Fragile Album. W-R-O-K, congratulating Doug King. Doug ripped me off for a copy of the BTO Not Fragile Album, and your chance to rip me off in minutes. Lee Edwards, 538, with a temptation that I can't get next to you. Oh, W-R-O-K. 626. Play Edwards. For a group that got back together and sounds better than ever, baby. John Kane, Steppenwolf. W-R-O-K. Edwards is smoking, baby. It's 704 on a Sunday night, and I have Elton John from Caribou. W-R-O-K. 
Kay, where sometime this hour you get a chance to win Carol King's Wraparound Joy album and the BTO Not Fragile album. That happens sometime this hour, so you keep it right here, Mama. W-R-O-K-743, Lee Edwards smoking in the nighttime. Come on. Gonna rock and roll with Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin 2 and a whole lot of love. You need to Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Storyteller's Studio in celebration of WROK Radio's 100th year in broadcasting. 